leaves tastes good like a beer should. You said it. Lucky Strike means fine tobacco. Try a frosty cold glass of Bavarian right away. What you say? No boulder dash or baloney here. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentleman. And now, with a higher BAC than your ABV, Greg, Scott, and Dan. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. We are the Unfiltered Gentleman. Thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Most importantly, thanks for drinking along. I am Greg. With me is Shannon and Deb. Oh, damn it. This room got a whole lot uglier. <laughs> They're back. With me is Scott. Thank you. And Dan. Thanks, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Your uh, your beard's starting to come back too. I know it is, right? Yeah, I haven't seen you in a hot minute, and uh, yeah, starting to look like a man again. Yep. Yeah. It's time to shave it off again. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll lose listeners. Oh man. Our stats took a deep dive when you made the announcement that you shaved your beard. They they can hear the difference. They can. It's a filter. <laughs> <laughs> your voice gets a little higher pitched. Yeah. Every time you shave, so. <laughs> Uh, glad to have you gents back. We can actually talk a little sports today. That Great I, to be back. I tried that a couple weeks ago. It uh, yeah. fell on my face with that one. But <laughs> With some basketball. Yeah, exactly. But everything else went very well. Yeah, so it did. Yeah. I, I think I, Deb and uh, Shannon. I was were, in fear for my job. And rightfully so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you should live that way every day. <laughs> uh, so thanks, guys, for listening. Thanks for joining along. Our shout out to Elkridge, Maryland, for Whoa. being our top listening city of last week. Thanks, Elkridge. Uh, population seven, I found out. Not really. I didn't look it up. That I would require effort. You. I know. I would have believed me, too. <laughs> Elkridge, was, Maryland. And it makes sense that they would be our top listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Population 7. So uh, thank you out there. Burp Word of the Week is Turkey Day since, you know, Thanksgiving's coming up this week. Coming right up. That's right. Speaking of coming right up, I think it's time we come right up on some delicious beers. Grab your libations, pals. It's time for Beer of the Week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend. And I'll say, I think I'll have myself a beer. Yes, indeed. First up today, our beer of the week comes to us by way of Sierra Nevada. Ooh. It's their annual annual release of Celebration Fresh Hop IPA. 6.8%, 65 IBUs, has a 374 on Tapped and a 93 on Beer Advocate. From Sierra Nevada, they say, The start of celebration season is a festive event. One of the first fresh hops arrived from harvest, the party begins. We first brewed Celebration in 1981, blazing the path for American-style IPAs and offering a new take on holiday beers, which are often spiced and sweet. Famous for its citrus and pine aromas, Celebration is bold and intense, featuring Cascade, Centennial, and Chinook hops, honoring everything we have at Sierra Nevada. Mm. I look forward to this one every year. Huh. Yeah, I never had it. Oh, every year, yeah. One of you has it every year, one of you never had it. Well, I do. I'm I glad w- we could pop your cherry. Yeah, that's <laughs> good stuff. Like you, I wait for it to come out. Yes, this is definitely something I look forward to all the time. They they use fresh hops in this one. They don't just use the pellets. Um, and I love it because it feels kind of wintry, but it's still an IPA. They didn't... Uh, you know, go spicy and cinnamony on us. Right. Yeah, no, it's, uh, yeah, definitely tastes very holiday-ish. Mm-hmm. Tis the season. It's like a hoppy Christmas in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Hoppy Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can really get that spice kind of on the, what do you call that? God, I've been gone two weeks. I don't know what on the, the back end? Yeah, on the back end there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not in a bad way either. It's not like, no. uh, it's almost kind of like in a dry kind of way yeah it's a very dry beer finishes yes. very clean you do get some of that piney on the on the finish it's just mm-hmm. it's a good ipa that i could uh, drink in the snow in a log cabin yeah i'd rather drink that. it not in the snow but you know <laughs> yeah not in the snow yeah but end you up, could if you had to. end up like the shining right <laughs> it's all frozen in the maze of the beer yep beer it is aren't they having uh, a remake of that coming out yeah Here's funny you guy. should yeah, funny you should mention I'll that. I'll tell you all about it. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> we have quite Good the show segue. to get to, yes. <laughs> uh, we have a little crotch talk. We've got some sports to get to now that everyone's back. And uh, Dan has a movie to review. Yes. And some huge 
breaking booze news. Oh, man. Huge. Shit. So uh, I say we just dive right in and get the show on dive the right road. In. What are you waiting for? <laughs> have a grievance to share? Oh, it's boy. time for a crotch talk. Scott's got a few. Uh, I have a grievance. Man. Around here, and I think it's in a couple other states, there's this restaurant, tra- tra- eh, restaurant chain called Lazy Dog. Yes. Lazy Dog Cafe. And they're known to have a few decent beers on tap. And we went there, we talked about, or when the girls were on the show, we talked about how we're remodeling the house and we just didn't want to cook. And we went to Lazy Dog one night and uh, sat outside with the boy, ordered some beers, and Shannon ordered a 14 Cannons Marooner Martin. 14 Cannons is local to us. Yeah. We're very familiar and intimate with the Marooner Martin. It's one of our favorite beers from there. It's her Classy. favorite beer. Yes. Uh, we had it uh, at our the day we got engaged and everything. It's a very good beer we have all the time. We know it well. It showed up tasting like soap. Uh-oh. Oh, shit. And if you look at the glass, you see bubbles on a glass like in the beer. It means that the glass is dirty. Oh. And there was bubbles everywhere. Oh, man. So the waitress comes around like, hey, how's things going? I don't think I've ever sent back a beer before, but we we finally had to we had to do it. it was bad. Wow. We, we couldn't. It was like drinking dish soap. Ooh. Yeah. And so we're like, hey, this tastes really soapy. She's like, oh, should I get you a different one? She's like, no, no I think the next one's going to taste soapy also. So why don't I get a different beer? So she got what I was. I had the um, uh, IPA from local brewery institution. That one seemed to be OK. So she got that. Um, but yeah, so clearly they had dirty lines. They probably also had really like soapy mm. residuey glasses. That was causing that. And I was Dude. like, come on, you guys need to get your shit together. You're no like kidding. a semi-national chain. Yeah. And then in our disgust for how horribly they treat their beer, we were looking up, they have this beer club. So we looked it up like, I wonder who makes their beer. Golden Road. Golden Road yeah. makes their beer. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was like, oh, they want us to pay a bunch of money to get these beer shipments like quarterly or something and it's golden road it's like oh you guys are really shysters i will not be returning here to drink <laughs> uh i probably will because they allow the dog but i won't be happy about it so there's, <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say yeah there's not many places you can go to uh i'll drink this but i'm not gonna be happy right yeah there's a local place out here called cronies i know you guys have, have oh yeah it. yeah they allow dogs on the patio we go oh, there quite they? often yeah oh okay, oh, okay. they're all the time uh, we love cronies Everyone outside of there is like, the fuck are you talking yeah, about? I haven't been to Cronies in years. They got great wings. Great wings. Oh, they got man. great everything. Yeah, great, great beer breakfast, select. right? Oh, they're breakfast burritos? Oh, my God. When you're hungover, you get a breakfast burrito and a schooner of beer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right? They also do schooners and mimosas. Oh, oh really? Wow. Yeah, like if you oh, need to start your day with a mimosa, they'll give you a big-ass mimosa. That's right. Wow. Yes. <laughs> I swear they're not sponsoring us. <laughs> I've been uh, to Cronies in, wow, like. Well, probably ten years. Now you live not too far from one. There's one uh, in in the city of of which you now live in, West Hollywood. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. It's called Bronies. <laughs> uh, you should you should go with the oh, great man. wings, How great can you beer. Look for it. Oh yeah. It's, I've okay. been to that one. Okay. Uh, what else? Oh, we talked about. I talked about this. Like I said, with the house remodel. We we finally are almost finished. On top of painting, we had the floors redone. Good Lord. They're like, yeah, we, we might make a little bit of a mess just so you guys know. I'm like, yeah, we figured you would. Like an inch of dust over everything. You Ooh. can hear the allergies in my voice, oh. and I apologize. <laughs> I've been like loading up on Zyrtec for the last week. It's been awful. First world problems. Um, and I want to mention that next week we have the interview. I did this back in August when I was in Denver. I interviewed Alyssa Thorpe, a.k.a. Southern Beer Girl over at Jagged Mountain, and I apologize to her and to everyone. That took so long to get it out, but it is now ready. It'll be going up next week. So make sure you listen to Batch 177 with Southern Beer Girl, Alyssa Thorpe. Uh, and then finally for me, Dan sent this over. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was too good not to play on the show, especially since Scott works at Home Depot. I uh, <laughs> I think he transferred stores for a day. Here's a new Some story. scary moments for customers at a Kansas Home Depot. Police oh, responded yeah. to reports of a bomb threat at the <laughs> store in Wichita. A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments, and that man told police he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was, quote, uh, fixing to blow it up, but had no intention of causing a panic. Man also told police others in the room laughed, understanding his joke, which I'm just now getting. <laughs> Home Depot says they will not be pressing charges. But I can tell you right now, you asked the producer for me to read that, didn't you? <laughs> 
need to warn you. <laughs> to eat it now, please. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great newscast. <laughs> we're gonna have to go to our no, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. <laughs> They cannot compose themselves. <laughs> All right. We're, we can do this. <clears throat> can you? All right. Uh, turning now to an impassive. <laughs> Dan, where did you find this? I found it on Twitter. This is great. Yeah. It's that funny. Awesome. I'm only there for basketball, but somehow it's like nonsense gets it filtered in there, of course. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was some of the best nonsense. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always find some pretty good stuff. Yeah. But that was perfect. Like, that was great. <laughs> you might want to get out of here and fix them to blow this place up. <laughs> Does sound like something Scott would say, too. Fix it to blow it up. Yeah, he was nice enough to warn him. I didn't warn him. I That's just, true. Oh, yeah. Just fire away. Yeah, it just gets in there and drops yeah, bombs. Man. Oh, God, that was great. Good job, Wichita. Yes. Yep. Uh, any other grievances, anybody, or, or beer or anything? Um, I... I guess not really a grievance, but oh, okay. uh, I, I came across, I, I guess I can say a crazy guy, crazier than me, I think. Oh, let's say, was it in, in the mirror or another uh, one? No, it, and it wasn't dropping a bomb either. Okay. Uh, <laughs> taking the, the dog out for a walk the other night, and I see some guy in the parking lot just kind of like, he's like walking back and forth and rubbing his head and talking to himself. I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. So I continued, and as soon as I got up close to him, He's like, oh, my God. He goes, I've totally ruined my car. He goes, I need your phone right now. And I honestly did not have my phone with me. And I told him, I said, well, I don't have my phone with me. He goes, oh, well, you don't care. I don't care either. And I can see the guy was upset. And I almost said, yeah, you're right. I don't care. But I I just didn't (laughs) say nothing. And what had happened was he had pulled up to the parking lot where I live in West Hollywood. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And (laughs) instead of stopping, he... Rolled up over the sidewalk, ran over a handicap sign. Oh, jeez! And he didn't stop there. When he went to back up to correct it, you know, it, you know how the metal signs were the metal oh, pole yeah, yeah. thing. When he went to back up, his gas tank or something, it tore the whole front of his car off. Oh shit! <laughs> he's looking because I've totally ruined my car. I, you know, and so he was just like freaking out over it, and I'm trying to just get away from him. Right. And so I, I noticed another guy in another car. He's looking at me, and you can't see this, but he'd made the motion to me, should I call the police? And I just nodded my head, yeah. I said, and just nodded yeah. my head, yeah, and did the circle thing that the guy's crazy. And like within 10 minutes, I mean, there was police, there was fire trucks, there's like everything there. I wonder what that guy told the cops when he called him. I, yeah, I, I, I wonder. There's this crazy guy some attacking crazy some guy. elderly yeah. man. And when he told me, he goes, well, I had an appointment with the office. And that, that particular day, the office was closed. Mm-hmm. And I told him, well, the office is closed. Well, they're open for me. Does he live at your uh, he... place of residence? No. He was, I guess, trying to live there. I, oh. he, apparently, according to him, he had an appointment to get a, you know, Look at the place. You guys going to share a padded room together? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not a good first impression. Yeah. Long, long story short, he lives with me now. Oh, okay. Oh, we have a new roommate, everybody. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he tore his car up. Wow, what an yeah. idiot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. How do you do that? That's that's tricky. Yeah. Then to back up, just keep going. Just to back... <laughs> just keep when, going. I mean, you have to go up over the sidewalk, run over the sign, and then go far right. enough over the sign to when you back up to get off the sign, just r- totally rip the whole front end of your car off. Good Lord. Was it a nice car? It was, it was a Chevy um, SUV. Oh, okay. Not, I, I can't remember. The, it was not a Suburban or anything like that, but I mean, it's a decent car. Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. Yeah. Good so, times. Hey, yeah. Yeah. All right. Anybody else? Want a little sports? Yeah, let's go to sports. Let's do some sports. Sports it is. I feel like I haven't talked sports I, in a while. I, I know a little bit about sports. Do you? I, I think so. One or two things. <laughs> and now, the sports. Brought to you by cleaninguptheglass.com. Whether it's the Baltimore chop or the one-two punch, it's time for sports. I think I got a new one. Do you? It's been a couple weeks. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah. I think I did write about uh, Carl Malone and John Stockton. Oh, oh yes. You that's did. right. Nice. And just kind of like, that was you know. a good one. Yeah, there's just too much um, stuff on Twitter, man. Like, it, it just makes me want to delete the app, I swear to God. But um, Except for that Home Depot thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. That's why I stick around for that. Right. <laughs> but basically, like, you know, I just got tired of it. Some idiot had said, like, oh, Jordan, Jordan only scored so well because he was playing against 
John Stockton and John Havlicek. And I was like, John, did you mean Jeff Hornacek? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, yeah, those are Havlicek-Jordan matchups. (laughs) John Havlicek played in the 70s. I can nowhere in Jordan's era. So I was like, I felt like I had to educate NBA Twitter a little bit on just how good these guys were. Right. Yeah. Well, good job. Yeah. Thank Ah. you. Stockton and Malone. Yeah? Yeah. Couldn't stand them. I, me neither. No, no, Laker fan could. No, exactly. Because he kicked our ass. That's but, right. But the Lakers are now in first place. Yes, they are. Yeah. Best, uh, best record in the NBA. Best record in the God, my sports teams, after years of lamenting, <laughs> finally, the Lakers are doing good. The Niners are doing good. Dodgers are. Uh, uh, Dodgers have been the Dodgers. Yeah. Dodgers old. The only reason they the lost finals. 2017 is because the Astros cheated. Oh, that's, that's true. Right. It's, yeah, it's documented. Hashtag right cheaters. Yes. Uh, but yeah, cheaters. Those 49ers. God, can you imagine if it's Tom Brady versus Jimmy Garoppolo oh, in the Super man. Bowl? Oh, man. That would be the sexiest Super Bowl <laughs> oh, my of all time. Yeah. Oh, man. Just put out a runway. Boner City. Yeah. They'd be banging the hell out of <laughs> Jennifer Lopez and Shakira <laughs> at halftime, I think. We wouldn't have a show. <laughs> that is probably accurate. Yeah. Um, all right, real sports. The Bengals are uh, scraping the bottom. They're going back to Andy Dalton for week 13 after benching him in week eight. Going I, back around. I didn't know they benched him. I don't think anybody knew. Yeah, it's the for who? Oh, I knew. Yeah, they, of course you did. Yeah, they were awful. Yeah. yeah. And they still are. Yeah, it's just It doesn't funny. matter. Yeah, yeah. It, you, you would think, okay, we're going so far back the other way. Let's just keep it up. But it's like, yeah. you know, at this point, like, he might turn into a good Andy Dalton and start stringing a couple of wins. It's and, week 13. What's yeah, it matter? Exactly. At this yeah, point, you want to lose the rest no of the season and get a better pick. Aren't you right. in tank mode right now? Yeah. They should be. Keep your yeah. rookie in there no so kidding. he gets a little experience mm-hmm. and tank the rest of the Put, season. Yeah. Put and your then, punter in there to be your quarterback. Right. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Well, yeah. By having your rookie in there, he gets a little play time. Right. And if he sucks and like in the season you end up dropping him or whatever, then Andy Dalton's fresh as a daisy next year. There you go. Yeah. Put in... Tony the Tiger. Can, can he be <laughs> One, worse two, than three, break. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So anyways, uh, the XFL, it's coming in 2020. Yeah, uh, has the spring. Yeah, blocked the Lions from signing quarterback Josh Johnson. He had signed with the XFL. They reached back out to him. They dropped him earlier this year. Reached back out to him because, boy, are they in trouble. And uh, the XFL said, nope, we've already got him. Maybe Kaepernick. I know, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing? Everybody's showing up to watch her toss a football, and it's like, nah, we don't want to sign him. <laughs> well, like, what a Vincent shit show man there. Yeah, what a shit show that workout was, too. Oh, yeah. He shows up, like, I don't want to sign the waiver. We're having this workout <laughs> somewhere else. Oh, yeah. I guess it's a circus. Yeah, it's turning into, yeah. It's like, Sup- dude, you, you don't have a team, like, and you're already a diva? Forget it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so surprising they didn't sign him right away. Well, yeah. I feel like he's doing this on purpose to try and, like, further prove some point. You know, he doesn't want to get hired so we can say everyone's being racist. Yeah. Which, I'm not saying there's not a fair level of racism in the NFL, but I am saying you're making it real hard, real hard to hire you. Right, exactly. Like, you're turning this whole thing into a spectacle and there's one thing that nfl coaches hate it's fucking spectacles that's right and so. i'm sorry he's not that good yeah. he's not he's not yeah and, it, and it's like it's not you know who should start complaining is uh johnny football say why am i not in the league <laughs> yeah. you guys hate white guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like no you suck yeah. trust me they have a long history of hating white quarterbacks <laughs> yeah but it's true it's the it's the spectacle associated with these people right yeah, nobody wants to deal with the drama behind it. These Especially people, I mean, quarterbacks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get me there. Yeah, don't don't get in trouble. That's right, I won't. Uh, speaking <laughs> of quarterbacks, the Redskins quarterback Dwayne Haskins missed the final snap Oops. of their fine or their uh, their win on Sunday, so he thought the game was over. <laughs> And went up to take a selfie with some fans. <laughs> oh, my God. And in the meantime, the coaches couldn't find him. They needed him to, to line up for the victory formation to end the game because they got the ball back. They had to send out uh, Case Keenum, <laughs> their, their backup, to, to finish the game off. And uh, he's off on the sidelines taking selfies. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. What an idiot. Did they win that game? They did. They, they won that game. That's why he was off. T- he he's thought the game was over. He's not used to winning. He thought the game was over, and he was celebrating. Little did he know they got the ball back before the clock ran. Oh, out. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was already assuming that they lost, and he was taking a selfie. I'm like, oh, Because <laughs> they were just bad. So was he. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing to selfie about. <laughs> You're a redskin. Knock it off. Yeah. 
Well, I guess they lost it. Like, hey, that's eight straight. Take a selfie with me. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, they won. Um, little baseball news. The Dodgers are apparently chasing after Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, and Anthony Rendon Dang. in the offseason. Uh, I guess if they've got the payroll, then, then fucking go for it. Right. But uh, I'd like to see that happen. Uh, yeah. I can yeah. think of a few people they could drop. Yeah. To... <laughs> I could think of a couple of pitchers they get rid uh, of. Yeah. So, you know, they get Rendon, then um, redheaded guy, Ginger, will have to move off of third base. But uh, Oh, Turner? Turner. Justin Turner. I want to call him Tucker for some reason. <laughs> I like him. I do. He's yeah, one of the too. few players that. No, I like him a lot. He'll have to move off a of third base. Probably go to like, you know, maybe second or something, or shortstop, yeah. whatever. Um, they could drop Kershaw and Jansen. Yeah, I'm yeah I'll that. just say it right now. Oh yeah, yeah. especially Jansen. I've been saying get rid of well, him for two Mr. years. Kershaw back to back. Yeah. Oh man, that guy. Yeah. He, anyway, he needs some new new scenery. Yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Always looking good in the playoffs. Oh man. Um, and then uh, another quick Dodger news: Rich Hill will miss probably the first half of the season. Just had elbow surgery. Oh snap! That's too bad. I I like Rich Hill a lot. Dick Mountain. No, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mainly <laughs> like him for his nickname, but he's also a pretty good pitcher. Uh, as long as he doesn't take he himself out. He missed a lot out. last year too. Missed a fair chunk, and now yeah. he's going to miss about half the season. When he's in, he's good. As long as he doesn't take himself out of the game during the World Series. <laughs> God damn, we would have won that had that yeah. not happened. <laughs> Anyways, woo! Instead of old-timey word, we've got a beer quote of the week. Nice. This comes to us from W.C. Fields. Everybody's got to believe in something. I believe I'll have another beer. That's a quote I can get behind. I like that one. I like yeah. It. I believe I'll have another beer. You bet. Uh, all right. Let's class things up a bit. This one's a classy dame with a great palate. It's Beer Babe of the Week. It is Beer Babe of the Week. Her name is Alana, and you can find her on the grams at A-Y-L-O-N. A-Lon, I guess? I don't know. A-Y-L-O-N. She works at Poor House Brewing Company down in the San Diego area. Boom. Yes, which uh, I hear good things. I haven't had a chance to check them out, but I hear yeah, good things. I haven't either. Have you heard about them? Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got to get the fuck down there. Then. That's right. Go uh, have some poor house. Go hang out with Allie and Callie. Uh, so make sure you're fine. Fine. Wow. Words are hard today. Make sure you're following Alana at A-Y-L-O-N on the grams. I think you'll be quite glad you did. All right. We've got a bullpen beer to get to. We also have a movie review from Dan and some very big breaking booze news. Uh, let's uh, start off with the movie. Is that good with you? Uh, sure. Let's start off with the movie, and then we'll do bullpen beer. All right. So over the weekend, I watched uh, Doctor Sleep, mm. which is the sequel to The Shining. Ooh. It's actually a sequel. Yeah, I had watched, or I, I I'm a cultured individual. I know right. some most listening to the show you probably wouldn't monocle. believe it. That's right. Yeah. I do. I'm a uh, I'm a gentleman. And uh, mm-hmm. I've actually read both books, oh, The Shining yeah. and uh, Doctor Sleep. Okay, I, I read I, and watched The Shining. Did you really? Yeah. Well, you're a gangster. Yeah. Well, you know, you know. And I, I liked as far as like the movie, like Shining. Like I liked The Shining better than the book. That's like one of the the rare yeah things that like I kind of felt like in the movie with the, they kind of dealt with like you know more um like more like family things and just more how Jack was kind of like over his family a little bit. Yeah, Jack and, Nicholson. Come yeah, on. yeah, yeah. You know, you know. But in the book, they really dealt more like with like alcoholism was a problem. <laughs> you were taking your sip right there. <laughs> you stop I'm glad I haven't read it then. <laughs> so uh, yeah, like that, that was like an issue. I guess Stephen King was going through it himself, so he was kind of writing about it. And that's kind of where this movie uh, kind of takes off of a little bit. I kind of wondered if they were going to do that, and they do kind of delve into a little bit with alcoholism. It, it follows Danny like what thirty five years later or something like that. Dude's like in his forties. Okay. Yeah, and he's like he's a drunk. He's the kid from the original one. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's a big drunk like his uh, dad, like his old man. And, reminds um, me, I'll have another. Uh, yeah, see, I know how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but uh, but basically, this movie I felt should have been called The Shining, really, because. Like in the other movie, it was kind of about the house, and maybe I guess you could argue with me that the house shined a little bit. But this movie is more about like the actual gift of shining that that people, some people have, you know. So um, Dan meets uh, this chick. She's like a she's actually a little girl huh. named Abra, 
Abracadabra. Is that Cadabra? <laughs> and uh, and she shines, but she shines like really well, like you know, like better than Danny ever did in the movie. Do you mean shines literal light. shining like light? Uh, so I guess some people can see it. Okay, it's kind. Of, here's the thing: like when I read the book, I'm like, how the fuck are you going to explain all this shit, movie? <laughs> like that's the only reason I went to go see it. Honestly, like I was like. I, I got to see how this goes into into theater. Like, I, yeah. I there's no way you could explain it. Um, and it's and I'm dying over here trying to explain it, but whatever. Um, as far as you know, if I enjoyed it, did you know? Like, I felt like I was a little disappointed in it a little bit, oh. and, and not so much like the acting. Like, I felt like the little girl Abra was really good. Okay, and and uh, and I felt like the the antagonists were pretty good too. Were these people that um, they fed on people who shined basically. So they kind of fed fed off their essence. They killed the they, they were killing kids, man. It was crazy. Oh, finally, yeah. You know, it, somebody it, has the balls <laughs> to kill some kids. There's been two movies this year. They've been killing kids. <laughs> it, it chapter two, and then this movie. And it's like before that, Hollywood is so afraid to kill children, but they're just dying left and right now. Finally, it's, parents have had enough. Yeah, no, <laughs> please right. kill our kids. Oh my god, was, I was crying. I was I was so happy. <laughs> but um. But yeah, but I, I kind of feel like the even the book didn't really. Well, I guess the, the book fleshed out a little things a little better, and I think that's what you get with a book is you you have more pages, more time to kind of you know flesh out characters sure. and things. Where in a movie, There's no time limit. Yeah, exactly. In a movie, it's like, hey man, we got two and a half hours to try to squeeze all this shit in here. <laughs> right. Yeah, a book. You it took you. You know, hurry up, Scott's almost asleep. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> this is minute four. I know. Hurry. <laughs> yeah. So th- my ears are closing. There's only so much you can fit in there, and I kind of felt at the end That's too. What she said <laughs> at the end of the movie, they they do end up going back to the Overlook Hotel, which um. If you were fooled by the trailers, like it, the whole thing that has nothing to do with the hotel, really, really? up until about 30 minutes wow. left oh, in the movie. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, if that's it, and I'm only spoiling it only because uh, it, I read the book. Yeah. And I kind of was like, eh, whatever. I can imagine someone who didn't read the book would be like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm. And you that more than likely that's going to be your reaction, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, drink to get through i think yeah you're with with, you're with danny a little bit in that movie you're kind of drinking to get through it a little bit (laughs) you're developing a bit of a problem yeah (laughs) all right fair enough i I have to be honest i haven't seen the original either oh oh man i'm the world's worst movie watcher that original is really good like there's so many movies that uh as a film major you know you think i should have been required to watch at some point but i haven't like i've never seen the godfather oh my god man (laughs) you know Here's Johnny. Yeah, it yeah, it should be a great. Should give it was one of the greatest parts of that movie was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nicholson breaking in the the door. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They should not have let me graduate. Yeah, that, I that's think so. That's how horrible yeah. they were at my school. I would graduate with honors. Apparently, <laughs> oh, you would watch every yeah. single movie. <laughs> Yep. Yep. But they've flunked me for watching Wolf Cop, I think. Uh, <laughs> I know. Oh, man. Dan, you had a lot of extra credit saved up. <laughs> yeah. But unfortunately, we're taking it all away. That's right. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Well, very nice. So uh, maybe if you really feel like you need to watch it, wait till it comes out on I would say iTunes that. or yeah, whatever. Probably. You whatever can streaming. wait. Definitely so. don't got to go to the theaters. And it was funny on the way over there. Like, uh, I was like, I'm going to get drunk before I get over there. <laughs> and Yeah. And I was like, I'll call an Uber. And I had called one. And uh, a good thing, like, I didn't get, like, you know, baked or anything because <laughs> I got picked up. And he was like, you know, I was like, hey, how's it going? And the guy just went, yard out. Oh, no. It was oh, Kane. No. And I was like, <laughs> you Rudy Poo. Yeah. And I, <laughs> wow. I was like, holy shit. Whoa. I would not have been able to handle that. Whoa. But luckily, like, you I would have ran out of that car. <laughs> And uh, luckily, like my math teacher in junior high, he had a tracheotomy too, and he like talked while burping or something like that. Oh God, <laughs> it was crazy, dude! And so I was able to kind of like understand what this guy was saying, but right. holy wow. hell, he would have scared the shit out of me. Well, because he had the burp of the week. Getting used to that. Doctor says I need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> so speaking so, of that, did you uh, guys see the video of the Lyft driver beating up that woman? No. Apparently. So, Have you been fired since? <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I don't. I, I no longer drive for Lyft. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, some woman was playing some song that the Lyft driver didn't like. He told her to turn it off, and she refused. Oh, he dragged her out of the car, and this is uh, you can like guess YouTube or whatever. He drags her out of the car and just starts hitting her. Oh, and this is in L.A. And so then, like people that are driving by, they stop and they you know go and like try to help the lady and right. everything. But yeah, so it was a Lyft driver then. 
He goes, wait, 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 wait. This is the song she was playing. Yeah. No. Was like, yeah. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Okay. Kick her ass. It was yes. probably the uh, 1-800 Cars for Kids. <laughs> oh, my God. I'd beat her ass, too. I hate yeah. that commercial. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Then Dan donates to him. That's right. Hey, it <laughs> worked, man. Yeah. He got handed to him. That's Way true. Go. Any, any new car yet? Forgot to ask. Oh, no. I'm huh. still... I'm working on my old car, actually, if I could fit that into kind of a crotch talk, yeah. I guess. Is so. it running? Um, Almost. Ish? I think we, we kind of got it. Me and my dad have been the working on it. No, 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 no. I got an older one. Uh, older Marley Carlo. It's an 80. Oh, it looks like wow. the car from Training Day. Have you ever seen that movie? Nope. Damn it. I've actually seen that movie. Have you really? Yeah. That's the car. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so uh, we, I think me and my dad kind of figured it out. We're like, all right, we're ready to roll. But I think we had tried to start it so many times, like the week before and the week before that, that I think we drained the battery. Oh, yeah. So we tried it again. And we're like, damn, it's the battery now. So I think we just got to get a new battery. Maybe this weekend it'll, it'll fire up. Can't so. just jump so, it or, or trickle the battery or it, something? It, and it was dead, dead, dead. Oh. We took what? it down to O'Reilly's and it was like, no, dude, this is it's like, oh, man. <laughs> this has been dead since 87. Yeah. What year is it? Uh, 80. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I love the old cars. Yeah, you can actually oh, work yeah. on them. Yeah. No yeah. computer. It's yep. true. Yeah. It's nice. If it's not working, you just adjust the screw and like, yeah. there's your, your idle and your... Yeah. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully we'll it's see. Just a carburetor a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If not, it's going to get a little dicey. Room. Like, oh. Do you have exhaust on that? Mm, no, it's nothing too fancy. Oh. No, it's, it's pretty much stock for the most part. Wow. But that would sound so nice. Oh, yeah, God. that's true. <laughs> that old engine just yeah. roaring. Mm. Oh, man. Is it six or an eight? Uh, six. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Let's get some exhaust on that bad boy. <laughs> I want to hear you drive up for the show. That would be cool, man. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Right. Like, I know a lot of people really like pimp out their cars, and I'm not into making your car look ridiculous. Right. But there's a couple things I really like. You got to have nice rims. If, now here's the thing cars nowadays come with really nice rims mm-hmm. from the dealer, usually. Right. Yeah. So I don't like stupid rims. It's like if it came with nice looking rims, just leave it. I don't like the stupid, like, fucking, you know, 32s on your. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car. I agree. Uh, but if you if you have shit rims, get nice ones. Gotta have a good system. Gotta yeah. be able to bump. And I love I don't need like amplified exhaust. I just want something to let it flow. Yeah. I want to be able to hear that natural like when you start it up. Like yeah. that's what I like here. That is nice. I hate the little like rice rockets that come by and you oh, hear it, like as on. they shift those. it pops, you know, it's like oh, yeah. and it's like, come on. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Just like, put really? some yeah, just open it up, let it flow naturally, get a little of that engine noise. That's what I like. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Yeah, you're right. That's a good idea. I'll tuck it back in my pants now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to do that. That's a good idea. Yeah, I just, like it. Just like a, a straight, because, you know, they probably have the, mu- just take off the muffler, go with the straight pipe. You don't need to put a big pipe on there. It could even look stock. Mm-hmm. Just make it a straight pipe, no muffler. That way you get the, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, the OG started. pipe on it. Uh, I kind of did put like a, like a, it's like a chrome. You okay. know, as opposed to it okay. was just yeah. like one of those black pipes sticking out of it before. So. Was it one of the ones that like angles down? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's very 80s. So I had to nice. fix that. Yeah. I was like, no, that looks kind of whack. Is so. it dual or just one? No, just one. See, I'm a nut job. I, I In my life, I have to have uh, like symmetrical things. I can never own a car that doesn't have dual exhaust. Is that right? I would go insane. It would just... It would kill me. Either no exhaust or dual exhaust. I couldn't. I couldn't have it where you could see one. Like I need it in the middle or something. Oh, if man. it was just gonna be one, because I'm fucking weird. I'm OCD as shit. Dually. Yeah, I'm like the uh, Howie Mandel of podcasting. I'm nuts. <laughs> but I have to agree with you. I hate the the cars that are like so loud and noisy, right. but they can't do over forty miles an hour. Right. <laughs> it's like, so irritating. It sounds like they're dying on the yeah, freeway. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It's like, hey, your '93 Civic needs uh, <laughs> a little help. Exactly. I was buying a car. God, I can't remember what it was. We're buying a car the other day, and, and the wife goes like, "Why does it make that noise?" And I said, "Oh, that person has clearly drill holes mm-hmm. in their exhaust in their cat. Yeah. Otherwise, you wouldn't hear. That's not a normal noise to hear." I said, "If they no. put nice exhaust on, you'd hear this nice rumble." But it was just like, just I'm dying noise. Like that yep. is, and it was really loud. I was like, "That's holes. They've drilled yeah, holes." Yeah. Oh man, that's what that is. That's awful. That, that's it's a poor terrible. man's exhaust. That's terrible. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> drill holes in it so it's louder. It's like, okay, that's stupid. <laughs> Don't do that. All right, I'll stop talking about cars now. We have a uh, bullpen beer to get to. Let's pass that out. And in the meantime, I will start off with a little news. Extra, extra, drink all about it. It's time for booze news. It is indeed, and, and Dan's unzipping over here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Luckily, it's just a cooler <laughs> this time. 
Um, all right. So here, take that over there. I'm like, like help, yeah, right here. Take your lunchbox back. Dan brings his uh, his lunch with beers in it sometimes. Um, anyways, big breaking news. I will talk about as I pour. I can multitask. Uh, New Belgium Brewing has been acquired by Kieran's Lion Little World Beverages. Whoa. So the brewery I thought that would never sell out has sold out. Sold out. You sold out. Exactly. Sold out. (laughs) You fucked up. Oh. Um, Boy, was this big news the other day. I had no idea. I never would have expected New Belgium of selling out. If if there's three craft breweries you said who would never do it, I'd say New Belgium, Sierra Nevada, and Stone. They'll never do it. Yeah, New Belgium. I wow. Yeah, I mean they're the OG. That's it's fat tire. Yeah. So it's like Stone Cold becoming a heel, right? Oh, yeah, right, and seeing Kumbaya. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Financial terms of the deal were not disclosed, although it's expected to close at the end of 2019, uh, pending approval from government regulators as well as co-owners. Um, and if you remember, New Belgium is employee owned, so they all have shares. Right. They still have to vote on this. There's a chance this may not go through, but it probably will. Uh, once closed, the transaction will mark the end of New Belgium's 100% employee-owned status, which was fully implemented in 2012, and the end of the company's status as a small and independent craft brewer, as defined by the Brewers Association. Uh, New Belgium's headquarters will remain in Fort Collins, and CEO Steve Feshmer will remain at the helm. Uh, speaking of Brewbound, Lion Little World Beverage Managing Director Matt Tapper called the deal quite a milestone for Lion. Lion's U.S. ambition, he said, to create a leading craft beverage business over time with great brands, great people, and community trust in the organization. Uh, I don't think you could do it with a bigger brewery in the U.S. than that. Um, this guy that works for Lion, Matt Tapper, was also a part of getting um, Firestone to to join Duvel a few years back. So he uh, he apparently knows what he's doing with these big oh, breweries. So it was just a lot of uh, huge fallback and like holy shit in the craft beer world last week when this was announced. Um, their fall. I mean, we've seen uh, Dogfish Head go to Boston Beer. Still craft though. Still That's craft. Right. Uh, now this, and it's getting crazy out there. Yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. Dog eat dog world. That's right. Um, I I guess we have to stop. I mean, if you want to be craft, it's time to stop buying New Belgium. You know, I know people who have a extensive collection of New Belgium beers, like some of their sours and stuff. They've been barely not barely. Uh, aging for quite some time, which I'm not saying don't drink them, still fucking drink them. It's not like they're founders. They didn't, you know, go be racist or something. Of course. <laughs> um, That's right. Right. <laughs> and you bought it with our craft. It's fine. Just didn't see that one coming. Very, very surprising. Wow. Um, all right. Should we call the pen before we Let's get call any further? It. Yeah. We, we're all poured. Let's call the pen. He calls to the bullpen for beer. Yes, he does. Dan brought this one in for us today. This is Stone Brewing's Fear Movie Lions Double IPA. 8.5% has 60 IBUs, has a 91 on Beer Advocate, and a 393 on Untapped. That's two 90-plus beers for us tonight on Beer Advocate. From Stone, they say, New England-style IPAs are all the rage. Fans of Stone Stone repeatedly ask for our take on the style, which which can be met with some criticism. Rooted in West Coast-style IPAs for decades, how would we do it? Fear no more. Our brewers took the approach to deliver incredibly hoppy and aromatic flavor while keeping it very balanced and upping the alcohol unnoticeably, nailing this astounding one-of-a-kind creation. Overall, this unfiltered double IPA is juiced up with massive tropical and citrus notes. The mild bitterness and relatively dry body complement the style and the residual maltiness nicely rounds it out. Lingering lime peel and tropical fruit derived from the hops stand out on the finish, begging one to seek out more. What say you, fellas? Yeah. Sorry, my voice is getting a little raspy over here. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, man. It, it, this one, when I've drank it, at least, um, it catches you quick. It does not taste like 8.5%. No, it doesn't. They're right. It is uh, very unnoticeable. It, it is until you finish that first one. I got to be honest with you. Like Normally, <laughs> that first one is like, ah, whatever. You know, I remember my first beer, but that uh, that this one catches me already. I'm like, holy shit. Like, I feel like I'm going to start slurring a little <laughs> bit. Like, pretty, you know, and then, yeah. you know, that I don't drink that much during the week. So when I get to Friday, 
and they have that what? first one. I'm like, holy crap. Especially you haven't eaten yet. Yeah. You had no food and you drink one of these somewhat quickly. Oh, oh that's what happened during Ooh. the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'll hit you. Yeah. And I met that guy. Holy crap. Oh, you're right. You met Kane. <laughs> <laughs> that Rudy Pooh candy ass. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, no, I was I was feeling it already. I was like, this is good. Yeah, this is good. This hides the 8.5 very well. I do get a little of uh, uh, the fruitiness. I get a lot of the citrus on it, a little of that lime peel they talked about. kind of ends kind of limey, a little uh, piney as well for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott, are you a fan? Uh, definitely. I don't really notice the alcohol until the aftertaste. Yeah, after it sits yeah. on your tongue for a second, yeah. that's when you really yep. start to notice Whoa. it. A little, little warmth on the tongue. Yep. Um, do you guys know where the Fear Movie Lion's name comes from? Do not. So there's an app. It's called What Three Words. And it's basically a, a mapping app like Google Maps or whatever. And what they've done is they've broken up the map, the entire world, into these squares. I don't remember the size. I think it's a three by three foot square. And there's a square for every piece of the earth. And every square has a combination of three words to describe it. And so, like, it's supposed to make it so you can um, more accurately send people directions. Because sometimes you send them a, an address, and if it's in, like, a strip mall, you end up at the wrong side of the mall when you're looking for a oh, business. Yeah. And so if you send them the words, uh, these the three right, right words, it'll send them to that square that could be your front door or whatever. So Fear Movie Lions is a square in the middle of their Richmond Brewery, Stone's Richmond Brewery. It's right in the center. They they plopped it on the app. It's Fear Movie Lions. Sorry, you know, I, I was just thinking like, you know, like the Egyptians. Like, right. I'm I'm thinking we're we're about ready. We're getting primed for an apocalypse or something <laughs> like that. Because like you think about it, like all we do when we send texts now is a bunch of pictures, like hieroglyphics. You right. know what I mean? And it's like now our coordinates are going to be these three words. Like, right? You know what I mean? It's like. Yeah, they're gonna find it in the in a tomb somewhere or something. We're all gonna be gone and be like, "What the <laughs> fuck did all this mean?" Fear movie lions. Fear movie what lions. the hell? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah, I found out about this beer like a year and a half ago, and, and thought it was a really cool story. And I actually used that app, the What Three Words app, when I did uh, the proposal to my now wife. It was a scavenger hunt, and I used some of the coordinates oh. from What Three Words for her to find the next spot. Oh. I see. Yeah. So Fear Movie Lions is is one. I forget the coordinates for like where I had her eventually find me in the scavenger hunt. Um, one, my front door, I forget the three words, but one of the three words is breasts. So you know I always just crack up every time I do my front door. It's like <laughs> something breasts, something. I'm like, ah, it's a boobs. <laughs> so anyways, so that's the story behind the, the weird name of it. I thought that was pretty cool. So if you type in... Uh, Fear Movie Lions into the What Three Words app. It'll take you right to the middle of their brewery in Richmond. Cool. So there you go. A little nerdiness for you. Did not know that. Now you have it. Mm-hmm. Um, back to news. Anheuser-Busch has acquired the remaining 68.8% of the Craft Beer Alliance. They're the ones that make Kona. If you remember back in August, they were supposed to either put up or shut up. They either needed to purchase the remaining shares of CBA or pay a $20 million, 20 plus million dollar fine. Oh, that's right. And they just didn't answer them and had to pay the fine. <laughs> and then they didn't say what they were going to do. And they just went radio silent on the whole thing. It was really weird. But last week they said they're going to buy them out. Uh, they're getting them at sixteen fifty per share. I think the original plan that they opt that they, you know, by not saying anything opted out of was 24 something per share. So I guess they're saving money. I don't know how many shares it was to buy the rest of them, but I guess enough to make up for that $20 million they had to pay them. So, Holy hell. Uh, very strange. Yeah. But uh, another buyout this week. Um, also, PBR is transferring most of their production brewing to City Brewing by December 2024. They had been brewing with Coors. They had some uh, issues, some legal battles over it. They wanted to cut down production. PBR is like, we've already fucking paid you. And uh, so now they've gotten out of that, and they're moving to city brewing wherever that. I think that's in like Wisconsin or something. Dang, that's like five years from now. Yeah, within the next five years they'll be out of uh, Coors, I guess. God dang. Uh, White Claw. When you're drinking Claw, there is no law. White Claw made <laughs> to invest three hundred eighty-five million dollars in new locations to up their production. They say they missed out on. I think it was like twenty million cases they could have sold if they were able to make more this year. Them basic bitches. Wow. <laughs> Buying up all that white, you know what it is. It's all the bros and the frats. Yeah, buying up the white claws. I've seen some pretty broy dudes at the grocery store. Like, let's get the claw. And like they're coming out with twelve packs of white claw. <laughs> like, do you think that's impressing people? <laughs> Enjoy that claw, bro. That's right. Claw it up. Yeah. 
Uh, a beer insulting the California utility PG&E is getting some backlash. Anger over devastating California wildfires sparked by Pacific gas and electric power lines is coming to a head in beer. Steve Doty, owner of Shady Oak Brewing in Santa Rosa, California, announced a new beer called FPG&E. Describing it on Facebook as a classic California pale ale featuring cashmere and Simcoe hops. You had me at cashmere and a touch of malt sweetness. Doty said the, uh, told the press that he meant to draw attention to the negligence of PG&E executives and was stunned by the onslaught of critical comments by people who said they are related to utility employees. One person who said she was married to PG&E gas servicemen commented on Facebook that she found the label insulting. My husband has been working 18-hour days and not seen his little boys for the past two weeks to help our local community. Your label is hurting the men and women that work day in and day out for their community. Other people attack Shady Oak by giving it a one-star on Yelp and Google or calling the taproom with violent threats. PG&E has been blamed for a series of destructive wildfires in Northern California in recent years that have killed dozens of people and destroyed thousands of homes. Uh, Its workers have been attacked amid sweeping blackouts last month meant to prevent electrical equipment from uh, toppling or coming into contact with branches and sparking fires. Not that that helped. The right. state's largest utility, PG&E, faces a, uh, or faced a vote, this is from last week, Wednesday, by state regulators, whether they can open an investigation to the outages. Uh, Doty posted an apology to those upset by the beer name as a consular gesture. He offered $1 off a of a beer for those who, uh, with an, or, excuse me, to those with an honest review on social media and $2 off of a beer for PG&E employees. But Doty said he is still standing by the name. While the brewery typically rotates its lineup of beers on tap, he said he's considering making an exception because of the popularity of FPG&E. <laughs> My general rule for the brewery is that I don't want to brew the same beer twice. We had a great weekend. The sales are crazy. Wow. Oh, okay. I got to jump in on that. Uh-oh. Uh, because I, PG&E, I, I don't know if SCE is the same as PG&E. They're different entities, but uh, they do the same thing. Okay. SCE, for those of you who are... Not in the area. Southern California Edison, which is our right. electric company. Right. Okay. So they're doing the same thing. They're saying, well, we could have these revolving um, blackouts Black, yeah. to say, first of all, the oh, fires. The lights are flickering. Whoops. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. Yeah. Um, first of all, the fires were the worst that they've ever been. So their revolving blackouts are not working. And so being um, part of the blackout, I was eight miles away from the fire and my electricity got turned off. Mm-hmm. When I talked to people that were right next to the fire, who were actually on, you know, on notice to be possibly evacuated, when I told them, "Hey, what about the lights being turned off?" They're like, "What are you talking about?" Why right. So anyway, it's, it's just it's a bullshit thing. SCE is pissed off because people are suing them because their equipment is bad and uh, and it's outdated. Right. And they're too cheap to to fix it. So what happens is we get our power turned off for 25 hours. Like a week before the power got turned off, we were getting a notice every day. Hey, mm-hmm. you, you, we might turn your power off because the, you know, the winds are blowing and right. it's dry. Once we got our power turned off, they said, okay, we, you know, we fucked you, so you know, you're good now. We've had winds since then and that one email. So it's just it's a bullshit thing. And I mean, you know, just fucking pissed off about it. Yeah, the same day you had yours turned off, we had ours turned off not quite as long. Yeah. We were uh we were two blocks from the evacuation line. We were almost evacuated. Fire got, I think I'd call it two miles from us. Mile and a half, two miles. God dang. Yeah, it's a couple exits. It's two exits down from us. So um yeah, we lost power for a while. It finally came on that night where yours came on the next morning. But yeah, they they turn them off ahead of time because it's a planned thing and they're trying to prevent right. fires. Then the fire breaks out. And there's nobody, there's no human going like, oh, guess what? We don't need to keep it off over here where there's no fucking fire and maybe turn it off where there is a fire. The other thing is it's not preventing any fires. They're still breaking it. All it's preventing is people from getting information. They're not turning it off anywhere near the fire. No, it's just making it so people who are near the fire can't get information (laughs) and uh, it's getting crazy. You have to poke your head out of the window into that unhealthy air and see what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, like I said, I spoke to a coworker that had to actually leave work early because his wife called him and said, hey, we're, we might be evacuated. And when I talked to him the next day, I'm like, hey, what about the power being turned off? He goes, what? Our power wasn't turned off? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a bullshit thing. 
they're pissed off. People are suing them because their equipment is outdated. Right. So they say, okay, well, fuck you. Then we'll just turn the power off randomly. To try and prevent this. Yeah, to, to make it look like we're trying to prevent yeah. this, but we're actually not. We're just In like, reality, we just need to upgrade our just, shit. Yeah, we're just like saying, fuck you. Yeah. So, so well, yeah. fuck you, PGE. Yeah, and SCE. And SCE. Yeah. That's right. We should brew a beer called Fuck SCE. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Let's, let's work on that. We'll high five with uh, what's his name up north. Yeah, yeah. Like what's it. his name up there? Yeah, I do need a brew. I haven't brewed since like oh, April. Yeah. There you go. I think uh, this weekend, being a long weekend with Thanksgiving, <laughs> I, I was planning on doing a possible brew. Depending if I get my house, you know, somewhat dust free, and uh, maybe that'll I'll brew the the fuck SCE brew. Yeah, Might that'd be, be cool. One. Yeah, then we'll drink it and we'll say "fuck you, SCE." That's right. As they turn our lights off. Yep. Yeah. How are you gonna do your podcast now? Yeah, I got batteries, bitches. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, and then finally, one of Scott's passengers leaped from uh, his car. <laughs> oh right. No yeah. passenger leaps from drunk drunk woman's car. Oh, was Scott's passenger then? A Long Beach woman was, was arrested. Yeah, after uh, police say she hit multiple cars while driving drunk, and her pass- yeah, and her passenger leaped from the car for fear of her safety. <laughs> Holy hell! Uh, according to police, Madeline Benegas, forty nine of East State Street, oh, was driving yeah, a twenty. 20- yeah, yeah. Is that your alter ego? Yeah, was driving a twenty seventeen Nissan Rogue with a twenty year old woman in the passenger seat as she was driving at five twenty five a.m. on Sunday. Police say Benegas struck multiple por- parked cars on Cherrywood <laughs> Drive. And Milburn Avenue in Baldwin. Oh my God! The passenger, fearing for his safety, jumped from the car and called police. Police Pussy. said that officers found Benegas in front of a home on Northern Boulevard, pulled her over. She was then arrested without incident. She was charged with DWI, second degree reckless endangerment, and seven counts of leaving the scene of an accident with property Oops. damage. Uh, that could only mean she had at least seven cars and, and five stars, right? And scheduled to uh, be arraigned today in First District Court. Uh, yes, five-star ride, but a seven-charge uh, <laughs> rap sheet there. So That's funny. You, you know, it asks you, like, oh, why did this go bad? And be like, oh, I got in an accident. <laughs> I wonder if uh, after that is, like, oh, how much do you want to tip? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. I yeah, like, wait, no tip? What? Yeah, because it was like under three stars, they ask you what was wrong, I yeah. think. Like, it's three or under. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, uh, why did you report that? We got in seven accidents. <laughs> how much would you like to leave a tip? Yeah. $1, $3, $5, yeah. custom amount. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be great. That'd be really good. Uh, that's it for us. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining along. Hope you enjoyed your beers. I'm pretty sure we enjoyed ours. I know I did. Uh, Don't forget, next week, interview with Alyssa, a.k.a. Southern Beer Girl, from Jagged Mountain Brewing over in Denver. I cannot get enough of Denver beer, by the way. I need another trip out there. Oh, man. Every time I go to Denver, I'm amazed by how delicious the beer is. Uh, Our friend Davis out there is always talking about how tasty the beer is. So uh, shout out to Denver Beer. Shout out to Davis and all that good stuff. So check out the interview next week. In the meantime, and uh, in between time, theunfilteredgentleman.com, at theunfilteredgentleman on social media, except for uh, Twitter, at unfilteredgents. You can find Dan at Cleanup Glass on Twitter. Scott is Unfiltered Scott. You find me. him on the twats as well. Yep. The twit box. And uh, I think that's everything. Oh, never get to drunk dial us, 805-538-BEER. It's 2337. Hope everyone out there stays very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.